Good morning, everybody, and welcome to episode 197 of the Ask the Coach Show, where Ping Skills helps you improve your table tennis. 197 is a song by Norwegian alternative rock group, rock group Major Parkinson from their 2008 self-titled debut album. It was voted the year's 11th best Norwegian record that year. Maybe our 179th show will be our 11th best. Some of the things we'll be discussing are the drill of the week, the easiest type of pendulum surf to begin with, when in the flight to contact the ball for maximum spin on your topspin, and Zoo Zin's push return. I'm Jeff Plum, and as always, Supercoach Alois Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Welcome, Alois. Thank you, Jeffrey, and uh, very interesting facts about that um band 197 or something the song excellent the song excellent. 197 by major parkinson yes exactly and it sort of um relates a, a little bit to um my um on this day so like um because on this day it's it's the birthday of some famous people from a wide variety of um of genres of of famousnesses um so gianni versace was born in 1946. Gotcha. Um, but also Monica Sellers was born in 1973. Monica Sellers, okay, yep. Yeah, yeah, Britney Spears in 1981. And, and I know she's one of your favourites, so maybe you could, you know, give us a few bars of Baby One More Time, you know, a timeless classic or oops, I did it again, Jeff. Um, how do they go? <laughs> Maybe you'll have to, um, you know, just brush up. I, I know you know them well. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Okay, good one. No, um, I do know that uh, Guns N' Roses are a lot better than Britney Spears and Don McLean. <laughs> Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, interesting facts. Now, Alois, we've made a few changes to the Ping Seals website, so I'll just quickly talk about some of those. Now, everything is over SSL, and for people that don't know what that means, it means all the data when you're sending to and from Ping Seals is encrypted, so it's just good for your privacy. It's what the banks use whenever you go to the bank to make sure your information is protected. So that way your password and all that is safe. So that's good to know. Just um, you don't need to do anything. It just happens automatically for you now. And we are testing out a new payment um, system, Alice. We're just trialing it from a company called Stripe. So um, if you buy anything or if you're signing up for a new membership, let us know what you think of the new payment system. For those that are already members, you'll just stick with PayPal at this stage. Uh, yeah, the other thing um, we have is there is a new uh, Pendulum Serve video up for premium members. So if you're a premium member and haven't seen that yet, go to Serving Secrets and click on the Pendulum Serve video. It's really well done, I think, anyway. And there's a few challenges at the end which we want you to try. And if you can, film yourself doing some of those challenges and send us a video so we can help you improve your Pendulum Serve. Yeah, it sounds sounds exciting, Jeffrey. And um, yeah, it's all pretty seamless, though, for the user. I mean, you don't really have to do anything different, right? 
No, exactly. Exactly. The only thing we really want you to do is if you're a premium member, go to Serving Secrets and watch the Pendulum Serve video and try out some of the challenges. Okay, good one. You've been a busy boy, Jeff. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> All right. Um, now, let's just talk about the World Championships first up, Alois. Any exciting updates overnight? Yeah, so um, once again, the, the US uh, girls team have done really well. So once again, reaching the semifinals, and they had an epic battle um, beating Germany 3-2. And uh, in the deciding match, Crystal Wang was down two games to one. Crystal's only 13, I think. Um, so, you know, huge, huge responsibility on her um, in the quarterfinal, you know, chance for a medal um, again at the World Championships. And she was down 2-1 and won the next two games, 11-7, 11-4, to, uh, to take the, the quarterfinal and reach the semifinal stage, um, where they went down pretty heavily to China. Um, but I suppose that's almost expected of any contest nowadays. Um, but uh, they'll also, uh, now the US will play off uh, with Romania for third position. Um, China will now meet uh, Korea Republic in the final. So Korea Republic beat Romania um, 3-0 as well. So, yeah, so some good uh, good overall results there, especially for the US team. Um, and in the boys, we're up to the semi-final stage. So China faces off against France, um, and Hong Kong faces off against a Korea Republic, and that'll be happening about now. So, uh, so some interesting matches there as well. So, if um, after the show, go to ITTV and um, see if you can get onto some of those matches. Yeah, if you're watching live, don't leave just yet. We've got no. plenty of exciting oh, stuff. Oh, no, wait, wait. But as soon as this finishes, then jump over to ITTV. It's always great to watch some yeah. good international table tennis, and especially... Uh, it is, yes. but not as good as watching us, Jeff. Like, of you know, course, yeah. of course. Right. All right. Now, I want to talk about the drill of the week, Alois, because this is such an important uh, drill for improving your game. We're talking about the drill we call the forehand opener. What is this, and why is it good for you? Yes, so we haven't really talked on this show, we haven't really talked much about third ball drills or or match drills. So what a match drill is, is basically you're starting with a service um, and you're now trying to replicate a type of rally that you're going to play um, in a match. So this one is probably the most basic of all of the match drills. And what it is, you start with a, a serve, usually a backspin serve, because you want your partner to push that ball back to you. So you don't really want to start with a topspin serve or a, or a long flat serve. So you want to start with a backspin serve. Your partner is then going to push the ball into your forehand area and you're going to make a forehand topspin attack on that ball. So those first three balls of the rally, we, we do talk about being so important. And this is a really nice, simple way of, uh, being able to practice that simple drill, um, it gives you it gives you a lot of practice at just those first three balls by just setting what you're uh, what you're doing in the drill by the backspin serve, the long push return, and then the forehand topspin um, on the third ball. Um, a really important one to make sure you get right early on. So as you start to uh, be able to play your strokes and learn your topspin. 
um, strokes. This is a really important drill um, to start to put that into a match situation um, that you can start to utilize in matches as well. Yeah, it sounds like a really simple drill, Alois, but I think it's super important to be able to do this consistently. I think if you watch, um, you know, players train and doing this drill, the players that can do it consistently and make that first top spin are really going to be a lot better than the players that struggle with this drill. Yeah, and we 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 talk a lot about just the technique of that top spin off backspin and you know as you say Jeff if you can get that technique right and get the consistency with that first top spin ball then yeah then you can start to get into the game properly like uh, you know backhands and forehands that we practice a lot are good as a base but this is a really important part of being able to start to play a match uh, and and get your get your strategies right in a match situation as well. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I remember when I was young, Alois, this shot that we're practicing here, the forehand opener, took me a long time to get off backspin. But if you keep working at it and keep developing it, it does get better. And once you can do it consistently, as I just mentioned, your game will be taken up a level straight away. Absolutely, yeah. So get onto it and do it. All right, excellent. Get out there. Try the forehand opener drill. All right, let's move on to some of the Pink Skills questions of the day. First up, the one from yesterday was, what is the best colour combination for a table tennis table, the flooring and the ball? What did people think? Yeah, so uh, uh, personally, I think the the old red reddish floor uh with the blue table was was really good um and a lot of people actually agreed with us so uh, a lot of people think that that's the best combination so um patrick said um yeah red floor blue table white ball but he also added dark walls and that is really important as well um mark um, had a variation of that. He like he likes the red floor, blue table, but he likes the orange balls and the dark walls. Um, and um, yeah, Eugene likes the red red floor, blue table, white ball as well. Um, Ahmed likes the sky sky blue floor with a blue table and the white ball. Um, and it, yeah, actually, Dominic Dominic and Howard both said they like the orange ball because there's the contrast um, with the net and the edge of the table and the lines on the table as well. So interesting thoughts there. Um, yeah, Jeff, your thoughts on, on colours? Um, I don't really mind too much. I'm not really a colour person. So I'm just going to go with the red floor, the blue table and the white ball. Yeah, I, yeah, that, that, that's what I that's what I tend to like. I think the light blue floor was almost too bright. There was yeah, there was too much light, and it's, it was harder to see the white ball on the on the lighter floor. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. And this this came about because uh, in Rio uh, in the test event they had the green floors and green tables. So. Yeah, maybe maybe a little bit of a push back to the old green. Don't know. Yeah, maybe all the the colours of uh, Brazil. Exactly. Yes. All right. Um, the Pink Seals question for today is: How would you list 
the top 10 greatest table tennis players of all time. So jump on our Facebook page and leave your comment or you can go to our blog at pingskills.com and let us know your top 10 greatest table tennis players of all time. And if that's too difficult for you, just give us your top three. All right. Let's get on to some questions, Alloys. First up, Brock has jumped on the show live and asked a few quick rapid-fire questions. Here's one for you, Alloys. I think this one's for you, actually, Jeffrey. Can you say sore shoulder 15 times fast? Go. Sore shoulder 15 times fast. Yes. Well done. Love it. Good job. Um, uh, Brock, or also known as Victory, wants to know, have you seen my expectations for show 200? Um, yep. Yep. So. Uh, Brock wants us to do a four-hour live show with <laughs> Alois and I playing matches. Um, I don't think we're going to have time. Sorry, Brocky. Imagine Sorry. how many well, Love your enthusiasm. Love the idea. But... I don't think we can pull it off. <laughs> and how many jokes could Jeff tell in four hours? Seriously. <laughs> All right. Now we've got a question from Ernest who asks, what is the easiest spin to do with a pendulum serve and what kind of spin should we learn first when practising this pendulum serve on the table? Yeah. So I, I think that the side spin's the easiest because... Some of the things we want you to do to start the pendulum serve is get that um, elbow up nice and high, and that gets your bat into a good position to be able to do that side spin easily. So if you just start by trying to do side spin and get that pendulum motion, then you can start to think about getting some more backspin by coming down on the ball or under the ball and top spin by going up on the ball. But, yeah, to start off with, just focus on getting the side spin, see how much curve you can get on the ball um, in the air, um, on the table, um, and that's probably the best best place to start with a pendulum serve. Yeah, good advice, Alois. And as I mentioned at the start of the show, we have a new pendulum serve video for premium members. So if you are a premium member, check it out. If you're not, consider the premium membership. Not only is there the pendulum serve all other types of serves, plus a lot of different courses, the receiving secrets, uh, training secrets, a 52-week training plan, which is very popular. Um, Lots of good stuff to get you improving your table tennis. Plus, you can send us videos and we will analyze your game for you. So check out the premium membership at pingskills.com. Now, next up, a question from Ilya, who says, I watched your lesson on the spin and speed variation of the forehand topspin. He has a question though. Suppose that I want to put as much spin as I can on the ball. If so, should I brush the ball at the top of the bounce or when it starts to fall? Yeah. So uh, this is an interesting one, an interesting perception as well. So you can get as much spin by going over the ball and brushing that way or that way, or behind the ball and brushing it up. So the ball's rotating at a very similar rate, but the effect of the spin will be greater when you wait for the ball and spin it up. That's because it hasn't got as much forward momentum. So if you think about it like this, 
if the ball's coming at me fast, so you've put lots of topspin on the ball and it's coming at me really fast, it's going to bounce out quicker. So it's going to bounce that way and go back towards the table. If the ball is spinning really fast, well, the same rotations, but slowly, it's going to hit my bat and the spin is going to have more effect. So the spin is going to go up or take the ball upwards. So it'll feel like um, there's more spin on the ball when the ball's going slower because it's kicking up off your bat. So the spin is actually the same, but the effect um, off your opponent's bat is going to be um, quite different with the different um, trajectories of or the different um, uh, speeds, I suppose, of, of that um, of that top spin ball. Um, so Ilya also talked a little bit later on about, um, so he's at a bit of a dilemma at the moment, uh, and that's why he asked this question. He, he's trying to play close to the table, um, but he's just not getting the same feel and spin on the ball uh, when he's close to the table. So I think for you, Ilya, just taking that little bit of a step back might be the answer. Take the step back, let the ball drop a little bit and get a bit more safety into your into your topspin as well. Yeah, interesting. So that might help Ilya just taking a little bit step back. But so from what you've said... I've kind of understood that for to get the maximum spin doesn't really matter where you hit it in the flight as much as the type of contact you're getting. Yes, that's true. Yep. So so the brushing contact is important. So and but you can brush the ball this way. So if you're brushing the ball here, you're going to get the ball to spin fast that way. The same though, if you're brushing the ball here, you're still going to get the ball to spin doing it that way. Just it's going to have a different tra trajectory um, when when you're brushing it over the top or whether you're brushing um, up the back of the ball. Yes, but you can still, if the top of the bounce happens to be a little bit later, you can still play that slow spinny top spin at the top of the bounce. Uh, yes, yep, you definitely can, yep. Um, if it's if it's further back away from the table, yes, you can. Um, but yeah, the, often the top of the bounce is going to be a bit closer to the table. Yeah. Okay, so that's why often you might hit top of the bounce hit a bit more forward. Gotcha. All right, excellent question, Ilya. Hopefully that helps you out. Um, and yeah, let us know if it does. Next up, Suleiman says. There's this video um, of Zuzin doing a return of serve that really confuses him. Uh, if you don't mind, could you please go through how to carry out this return and tell me what spin he puts on the ball? Yeah, so it's a and um, there's a link um, that we'll have in this episode um, of the actual uh, shots that he's talking about. So what Zuzin is doing is he's coming in like he's going to play a push, but then he's doing that. So he's contacting the ball across and up that way, and he's putting a lot of side spin and sometimes back spin or top spin on that uh, return as well. This is a little bit like the uh, backhand uh, banana flick. So it's a similar sort of principle where you're doing that. So you're coming here and you're coming across 
across it the board. It does sound, Alois, that it's a bit more of a defensive shot, though, is it? Because is, with the banana flick, you kind of get a little bit of topspin, or, or is it just as aggressive? Yeah, um, yeah, this one you tend to put a little bit more backspin on it, but um, Zuzin can also do it with topspin. So he's doing this and then he's flicking it up like that with a bit of topspin as well. So, yeah, it's not as aggressive as the um, backhand banana flick, but, yeah, quite similar. It, it works best because he is a pen holder, and this is where the banana flick really started from, you know, the use of the, the, the pen holder's use of their wrist on the return of serve. So uh, what Zuzin's doing there is he's coming um, across across the ball and either underneath or coming up a little bit as well sometimes to put um, some more topspin on it. Um, as a shake hander, this, that, it's a really awkward, you can't do it with a shake hand grip basically because your wrist doesn't work that way. So what you can do if you are trying to do a similar type of stroke is to do it with your backhand side and flick it that way. So you're pushing there or you're pushing there with the backhand. So for a right-hander, um, so Zuzin would be doing this, yep, with his pen hold stroke. Um, for a shake hand, right-hander, you would do this or this um, to, to make the return. Okay. So do you think this is a shot people should be focusing on? Like, I guess at first we wouldn't have thought the backhand side spin flick would have been a shot, but now all the top players are doing it. Is this something that's going to become popular? Maybe, maybe. And, and you know, after the backhand side spin flick, I think we need to open our minds a little bit more. You know, maybe this is something that um, players will start to utilise more. Um, but... If, if you're starting out, if you're learning, you know, I mean, don't don't start flipping around with this stroke too often. Um, but, yeah, why not? Experiment. Just see. See what it's like. See if you can do the side spin uh, push from over in the forehand corner. So it's here over the forehand corner. Spin it sideways or spin it up and get a bit of top spin. See what it's like. Maybe. Yeah. It's Maybe. always good to have a bit of fun, Alois, and practice um, some different things from time to time. That's right. And maybe it's my secret how I can beat Jeffrey. <laughs> He's joking. He can't beat me. Anyway, um, <laughs> Victory has asked another question. He says, can you use a robot as a multi-ball partner? Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a good substitute for, for a multi-ball partner. So if you haven't got a multi-ball uh, partner, then the robot um, can be useful. So it can feed you out you know, the backspin or the sidespin or the, or the topspin type balls as well. And um, so, yes, it can, it can definitely be used um, for that type of training. We like the multi-ball partner better because um, you're getting the feedback of the person actually contacting the ball and there are going to be those subtle variations in the contact that you need to start to pick up and, um, and react to as well. But, yeah, but if you haven't got a multi-ball partner, robots are good. Yeah, um, on that, Alois, someone on our YouTube channel commented on our introduction to multi-ball video recently, and this video is too old. We've got robots now, and um, I, I pretty much posted what you said. We actually like multi-ball better for those reasons. And also another benefit is you can do different, like a lot of different um, exercises with multi-ball that 
are hard to set up with a robot. Like a robot can do certain patterns, but multi-ball can, you know, you could do one short, one long, and really set it up. You can tailor it a bit more easily. So, yeah, we like multi-ball. Yeah, definitely, definitely multi-ball over robots. Yeah, great. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for your questions. Thanks for watching. Make sure you go to pingskills.com and sign up for a free account if you haven't so you can watch all of our strokes and techniques videos um yeah thank you again everyone and thank you alloys thanks jeffrey and we will see you tomorrow thursday yes see you tomorrow Same bye time.